This is the show for grown-ups. And they say bad words. And they say bad words. Say final warning. Final warning. Welcome to the Pot of Blunders. My name is Nate, and I am not your GM today. And with me is Ryan Bolger. Yo! Richard, the Hammer Sullivan. Yo! And Christine, the I was going to say the Nail Sullivan. That didn't seem right to me. It seemed too <laughs> on the nose. The other Hammer Sullivan. <laughs> Hi, guys. And uh, Christine is our special guest today. Thank you for coming on, Christine. Thank you for having me on today. Never forget the things we've done for you today. <laughs> I will be eternally grateful for this opportunity. We're playing The Quiet Year. We need to talk about when and where we're going to, this game will be set. What are we guys, what are we thinking tonight? I mean, I like the idea of maybe doing some kind of like space colony. Yeah. Do we want to do like a colony ship or like on some moon or planet? Ship works. I think a little bit more chaotic that way. Cool. A little red dwarf style. I was thinking red dwarf. Yeah. I'm going to draw this colony ship. Here Somehow. comes the penis. No, it's just a thr- there's a thrusters. <laughs> Christine, why don't you take the honor of naming our ship? The floating ovum. Because it's an egg. It's going to birth or hatch our new civilization. Exactly. What went wrong that we had to leave? Or did it go wrong? Are we just explorers and then something went wrong in our ship? Well, I'm getting, if it's the floating ovum, I'm getting the idea that we're sent to a new planet to populate it. And in this game, we're not playing characters, per se. We're playing factions within the ship itself, within the community. So we're not like a named faction. It's not like I'm the engineers and Richard's the warrior classes or whatever. We're just kind of representing people on the ship and what they think. First, we have to declare an important resource. Water. All right. Each person's going to name one resource. I think whatever is fueling our ship would be pretty important. Yeah, we'll just write fuel for generic purposes because I have no idea either. I'm going to say air and Ryan. Reproductive cells. <clears throat> we'll go with, you know, because we are in the floating ovum, so might as well be carrying like a cryo tubes full of uh, eggs. Oh, that's cool. Like animals rin- and stuff so we can seed things. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Have anybody um, seen uh, Alien Covenant? No. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what they do in Alien yeah. Covenant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've written eggs and stuff here. So now we have to have a debate. So one of these is going to be in abundance. What do we have in abundance? Reproductive uh, eggs. I like that too. So we have plus eggs. Because I get the feeling that we have more eggs because <laughs> the mission was only supposed to be for a certain amount of time. Yeah. But whatever's happened now, we've had to make do on the ship for much longer. So water, fuel, and air are all scarcities now. So maybe we only have another year or so before this runs out. And this is our final year to either restock or refigure something out. Because in a year or less, the Frost Shepherds are going to come, whatever the hell that is. And we don't have to discuss what they are. In fact, we shouldn't. That starts us off. We can start week one if you guys would like. 
Is it the card draw first, right? Yeah, I have the cards here in front of me, so I'll just tell you what you get, and then I'll read you your options. All right, we have the Ace of Hearts. Ooh. What group has the highest status in the community? What must people do to gain inclusion in this group? Or are there a, a distinct family units in the community? If so, what family structures are common? So we're going to go with the groups of people, and we're going to make it political here. Okay. It's going to be one of the... We'll do like a caste system, I'm assuming. So we'll say that there is the upper echelon, the, the very political faction. Hmm. I don't want to make them a wing or anything. Just like they have the power and everyone else is like. Yeah, like the scientists are the scientists. They don't, I mean, they're too focused with everything else, whereas there's a political faction that's pushing and guiding everything along their way. And it's probably one of the reasons why they're out there for so long because nobody can decide to go home or go wherever they need to go Some bureaucrats yeah <clears throat> always you know just delaying everything yep and we don't have any projects to advance so discover <laughs> something new start a project or hold a discussion start a new project so let's say uh the project is to decide if we if they finally turn back and go back to earth Ooh, how many weeks do you think that's gonna take oh geez let's say the maximum is six six okay let's be honest i'm gonna put this right here in the bridge if you can see that that way we know that the decision makers in the bridge are the ones making this choice on to week two so the next card is a ten of hearts there's another community somewhere out here where are they and what sets them apart from you or what belief or practice helps to unify your community so they are a colony who made it to this planet probably 50 years before we did. We thought we were going to be the first ones to populate the planet. They beat us to the punch. And can we leave it ambiguous as to whether or not they'd be hostile? Absolutely. Um, I'm going to advance Brian's project by a week. So now it's down to five. And okay. uh, Christine, do you want to start a new project, discover something new, or hold a discussion? I'd like to discover, and I'd like to see if we can make contact with this other colony. All right. So you get to make a, a blank statement that, yes, we've made contact with them and how it goes. We've made contact with them, and they've indicated there may be some resources available on the planet, but that's about all we got out of them. So really, we need to decide what we're going to do. All right. That's awesome. Cool. So we've made contact. Richard, why don't you go next? Okay. So you have a queen of hearts. What's the most beautiful thing in this area? Or what's the most hideous thing in this area? The most beautiful thing in the area are the women on the ship. <laughs> we've selected from our planet the most beautiful, fertile women on the planet to bring. So we have the cream of the crop. We're talking supermodels, six-foot-tall Amazonian women. The women are not ugly. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Are the dudes good looking too, which is the women? Oh, dudes are great if you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> Alrighty. So the most beautiful thing in the ship is the ladies and the guys and everybody else. What do you want to do with your extra time there, friend? Can we send a scouting ship to the, what are we calling this planet? Do we have a name yet? Go for it. You can name it. Can we send a scouting ship to, Neblon 7. We can send a colony ship, yeah, or a, a 
envoy or something? How long do you think that'll take? So I'm say four weeks. All right, cool. So in four weeks, we'll have some stuff to figure out. And then it's my turn. Fucking finally. God. Nine of hearts. A charismatic young girl convinces many to help her with an elaborate scheme. What is it? Who joins her? Start a project to, to reflect. Or a charismatic young girl tries to tempt many into a sinful and dangerous activity. Why does she do this? How does the community respond? I think this girl is a, a religious leader of sorts on the ship. I think she doesn't come from the political echelon. I think she comes from like the, the laboring class. And I think she's like, Neblon 7 is our birthright. And if they don't want us on there and the people who are in charge of this don't want to bring us on there and bring the fight to the people on the planet already, we need to steal one of the escape ships and go there ourselves. It's our birthright and God will protect us. I think that's going to only take like two weeks. And they're going to try to go to Nebulon with some workers. How are they getting there in two weeks if it's taking the scout ship four weeks? It's a really fast escape pod. They have, to, they have two weeks to steal the escape pod. They won't get to the planet in two weeks. Gotcha. But that's a good question. Oh, okay. So now I'm going to hold the discussion. I think that if these people want to go and all it's going to cost us is a ship, we put as many people on there as we want and send them away in order to save water and fuel. So now it'll go to Ryan to respond. I would concur with that assessment. Okay, now as Christine can talk. One sentence. If we're stealing an escape pod to go to Nebulon 7, we should bring as many eggs with us as possible to populate the planet. Okay, and Richard? We already have a ship going. These people are talking about taking what they need. This is dangerous and start a potential war before we are able to get there. One thing we might consider then is making it seem like we're approving this to see how many people will join them and then arresting them and putting them through a trial. Now it goes back to the top, which is Ryan. Five of hearts. You guys kept getting the cards that I wanted, though. Oh. <laughs> there is a disquieting legend about this place. What is it? Or alarming weather patterns destroy something. How and what? So let's go with the um, weather destroy something. Does it have to be on the planet? No, it could be whatever I want. Let's say the navigation satellites that are built onto the ship get damaged due to a asteroid impact. So Ryan, what do you want to do? Start a new project, discover something new, or have a discussion? Let's say there was a discover something new. They notice on some scans, we'll say scans, that there is another form of life on the ship. They don't know where it is, where it is, last known whereabouts is probably where the impact near the satellite was. All right, so new life form. Okay. Christine, get ready. All right. Three of hearts. Someone new arrives. Hey. (laughs) 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 Or two of the community's younger members get into a fight. What provoked them? You can pick whichever one you'd like, Christine. Uh, We have someone new on board. All right. This is Sigmoid, and he is an asteroid surfer. Sigmoid the asteroid surfer. Okay. And tell me more about Sigmoid. Well, his people have developed some technology to encapsulate themselves and attach to asteroids for travel through space. 
then because they're in this encapsulated form, kind of like bacteria, they can travel for long distances with very few resources. Super cool. What kind of project do you want to start or discovery do you want to make or discussion do you want to have? I think I'd like to like maybe start a project and figure out how Sigmoid and his people managed to do this encapsulation technology since we're running out of resources. Hmm. Perhaps figuring out some of their secrets will help us complete our mission. How long do you think that'll take? One to six weeks? Mm, probably going to take us five weeks. My project of the escape pod lady resolved. So now I get to talk about that. I think there were rumblings that this was happening. I think that they captured like five people. I don't, I don't think the turnout was as much as, it, as they expected. And now the debate is, of course, what to do with these people. Do you just say, hey, don't do that again? Do you punish them more severely since they tried to take some of the ship property that wasn't theirs? And right now, I think they're, they're in the brig. But that'll have to wait for another time. Now it is Richard's turn. And Richard, you have a jack of hearts. You see a good omen. What is it? Or you see a bad omen. What is it? I see a double lunar eclipse on Nebulon 7. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's a bad thing. Tell me more about why that's a bad thing. We don't know how long this is going to last, and could that impact the vegetation on the planet? Now what do you want to do? I'm torn between fixing the navigation satellites or killing two birds, one stone. If I say that I want to take the insurrectionists and use them for our experiment with the asteroids <laughs> as my action, isn't that something we'd have to have a discussion about? Nope. You can just say that's a project. You can say we're going to discover something new by experimenting on these fools. That's, that's it. Uh, then for my action, I want to take the insurrectionists where we have six of them. Yep. I want to use them in Christine's project of discovering asteroid travel. <laughs> and okay. that'll take however long her project's going, which is now at this point, what, four weeks now? Four weeks now, yep. If you have a problem with a thing someone else does, you can't stop it from happening. But you can do something called take a contempt token. So because we're playing from a distance, you can just shake your fist at the camera or something or draw a little mark. Contempt. Yeah, there you go. Say contempt. You got to say it with contempt, otherwise it doesn't count. And then if that person ever makes it up to you later on, you feel like, hey, we're cool again. You can say, never mind on that contempt. So I'm going to say contempt at Richard. Contempt. Wait, why are, you, why are you contempting me? Because I don't think we should be experimenting on our people. That's a bridge too far. But I can't say that right now because we're not having a discussion. <laughs> now it's my turn. Seven of hearts. Where does everyone sleep? Who wasn't happy with this arrangement and why? Or what natural predators roam this area? Are you safe? I think people sleep extremely divided in terms of their social class. Then it's further divided into family groups. Even within each subsection of family group, like or each uh, subsection of social class, like you have all the engineers are a certain class of people. All the, the bridge crew are a certain class of people. They're sort of like good spots and bad spots. So I think that one of the engineers is looking at one of the living quarters for some of the people that rebelled against the ship that are now being experimented on horribly. And it's like, I think because my family's loyal, we should have that new spot. And I think they're going to try to forcibly evict the people from their, their homes and take over their new room. Meteor tech, asteroid tech goes on to three. Ryan, 
How do we resolve the going home or pushing on? What happens? So yeah, they're going to push on and they're going to continue with that experimentation because, you know, science. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it won't go poorly. And then the scout ship to Nebulon 7 resolved. So Richard, what happened there? At 0800 hours, they would have made contact. We haven't had any radio communication with them in over 10 hours. We fear the worst. Then for my th- project, ooh, hmm, I'm going to do a discovery. I discover that after a day or two in orbit around Nebulon 7, we found that they were shot out of the sky, all hands lost. And we we're getting a radio frequency from the planet saying, anyone else will be seen as an enemy combatant and it will be treated the same. Do not come here. This planet is claimed. Back to the top of Ryan. We get a king of hearts. A young boy starts digging in the ground, or exploring something, digging in the paneling, and discovers something unexpected. What is it? Or, an old man confesses to past crimes and atrocities. What has he done? Yes, the old man one. (laughs) (laughs) I've been dying to bring this in. Oh, God. Cannibalism. Oh. How come every time we play Quiet Year, there's cannibals? It has to be. It has to be. Wait, this it's game like, three times. It has always been cannibals. You have to. And Ryan, I think it was you. <laughs> I can't help it. It's like the most disruptive thing that you could really, you know, have to go against. All great survival stories have cannibals in them. So is it like when someone dies in the ship of natural causes, they just like... Oh, no. He's just been abducting and eating people. Oh, God. <laughs> you know how Billy went missing? <laughs> no one could figure it out. <laughs> I ate it the Billy. It's not, he's not alone. Oh. And Ryan, what do you want to do? <laughs> he asks, terrified. I'm having an old friend for dinner. Space dinner. <laughs> discovery. We'll do discovery. Okay. The, the discovery is there's a sizable group of people that have been eating <laughs> on the ship. And it's led by the old man. All right. I, I can't ask you this question because it's not my turn, but I'm going to anyway, because fuck it. Is this guy like from the lower echelons of society or is he like a higher up who's just eating people from the lower echelons? Oh, higher up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to Christine now. With that cheery thought. We have the two of hearts. Christine, there's a large body of water on the ship or... Where is it and what does it look like? Or there's a giant man-made structure somewhere on this map. Where is it and why is it now abandoned? There is an abandoned level on this Mm. ship. It's locked up. Mm -hmm. No one's allowed in. There doesn't appear to be any power going to this part of the ship. But there's something just not quite right. We're not sure why. Just this one level seems to be disconnected from the rest of the ship. Christine, what do you want to do? We are going to explore this abandoned level of the ship. You know, let's make it into a project. It's probably going to take probably three weeks. There is a lot of stuff to go through down here. A lot of files, a lot of, a lot of really hinky stuff going on down here. Cool. Richard, cut all my cools, okay? And now it is Richard's turn. Cool. <laughs> Eight of cools. <laughs> A cool old piece of machinery is discovered. Broken, but perhaps cool. What is it? What would it be useful for? Or, an old piece of machinery is discovered, cursed and dangerous. How does a community destroy it? 
as we're exploring level 13, we find an antiquated tool set that actually is compatible with our satellite navigation system. We could use that to fix the damage. Cool. <laughs> so what would you like to do next? I think I'd like to discover something. We discovered that a quarter of the eggs that are on board are missing. Do we feel that it takes away our abundance of eggs? Yes. Yes, I do. I don't think it's a scarcity yet, but I think it's not like, well, an abundance. Right. And the asteroid project wraps up. So Christine, why don't you tell us how that works? I think it was your project, right? We've been experimenting on our captive little insurrectionists. And we've discovered that we can, in fact, dehydrate them and attach them to some remnant lunar rock that we have. The problem is, in order for them to reconstitute, they would have to land in just the right spot on Nebulon 7. Unfortunately, with our navigation and scanning systems down, we wouldn't be able to guarantee that they would land in ideal conditions. So, Richard, you did your action already, right? You did your discovery. Mm -hmm. Now it's my turn. Six of hearts. Are there children in your community? If there are, what is their role? Or how old are the eldest members of the community? What special needs do they have? Well, apparently they need to eat people. That's not great. I think there are children. I think they're trained to be almost like a janitorial staff because they, they can't do anything like part of the experimentation, but they have to be useful in some way. So I think that all children are expected to do basic tasks that they can handle. And of course, this the has to get more complicated as time goes on. So like the, the four-year-olds and up have to wash windows, whereas like the 17-year-olds would be able to help with the more complicated tasks and learn their responsibilities on the ships. So are the children part of some kind of like lowest class on the ship? Because it sounds like they are like the primary laborers. I think the children of like the laboring class have to do all the really terrible jobs that nobody wants to do. The ones that are dangerous, it puts them at risk. Like, hey, go scrub the plasma coils, kid. Watch out for all the burns. But if you're a kid of the ruling class, like, you get the cushy jobs. I want to hold the discussion. I think that we're far enough away from Neblon 7 that we can just use whatever large objects we have and just bomb whatever city they have out of existence. And they'll have no chance of, of firing back at us because of how far away we are. Ryan? You know what? Yeah, go for it. All for it. Christine? While that's tempting, would bombing the planet destroy any of its resources that we could use? Richard? I agree. Maybe a different tact to defeat them would be in order. If we use munitions that aren't chemical or anything like that, all it will be is kinetic energy. It'll destroy the structures, but it won't make things uninhabitable after that. Before anyone bitches, that was a semicolon in the middle there that separated my two clauses. So take that. <laughs> this is the last card of spring, and it goes to my friend Ryan. It's the four of hearts. Also, we've never talked about the cannibals, but anyway. Are they coming? Don't worry. Oh, okay, good. What important and basic tools does the community lack? Or, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you storing your food? And why is this a risky place to store things? 
Hey, Christine, did uh, did we figure out what was in that uh, unknown abandoned part of the ship? This is literally... I feel like we're about to. Yeah, this week is the last week, and then it'll be at least during this turn, she'll be able to tell us what happens. Oh, good. Because <laughs> guess what's coming? <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to stick it there, and then she can decide <laughs> what comes of it. Do not stick anything at my wife. (laughs) So we have finished our explorations of this abandoned level, and the results are frankly horrifying. We have discovered these incubation pods holding the approximately 25% of the eggs that have gone missing. It appears that humans have been incubated down here to feed the appetite of our cannibal group. There are also some documents, but they're heavily, heavily encoded and encrypted. We can't figure out what could be in these documents, but it seems to have something to do with the end mission on Nebulon 7. That's horrifying. She's she's incubating them. I thought they were just like sucking them in whole. (laughs) Like boba tea. Yeah. <laughs> like Grogu eating the little frog eggs. <laughs> All right. Well, that's horrifying. Ryan, what do you want to do, bud? I think there needs to be, there'll, there'll be some type of political discussion on how to deal with these cannibal crew and floor 13 there. Whether they're going to go in, wipe everything out, or that other group will lobby and have everybody join the cannibal side. Who knows? All righty. Why don't you start that discussion off then? Oh, six weeks. Come on down to the cannibal. I know. See, I wanted to do it that way, not discussion. I wanted. To, okay. Uh, yeah. Maybe at the end of the six weeks, we'll do a discussion. We'll see. And that concludes spring. Snyder's Return is a tabletop role-playing podcast featuring interviews and a D&D 5e actual play adventure, so you can learn about different game systems and content creation while also listening to us disrupt everyday life on the Sword Coast. We release episodes every Tuesday and Thursday on your podcasting platform. So come join us as we improvise, adapt, and overcome. So now we can move on to summer. Christine, you are the first person in summer. King of diamonds. Oh, okay. Summer is fleeting fast. Discard the top two cards off the top of the deck and take two actions this week. Well, it seems like we're all in agreement about bombing this planet. Perhaps we should start researching exactly what we're going to use to bomb the snot out of these people without destroying the planet. That's going to be a six-week project. I step out for two minutes to tell my kid to go to bed. What what are you doing? We're bombing Neblon 7 in six weeks. (laughs) All right, it's official. I can't leave. Wait, who, who decided to bomb it? Me, because I have strong leadership skills. Contempt! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Christina, you have one more action you can do this week because space summer is short. Well, I'd like to have a discussion about our little cannibal floor, but I also don't want to take that away from Ryan because I know he's very invested. Oh, no, 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 please do. Well, I mean, okay, Ryan's well, talking to be what we're going to do, and you could have the discussion first. We have discovered that. There are some members of the crew who are stealing ship property and using it to incubate 
humans for their own personal consumption. Can we seal them all in their own level, lock the door and throw away the key? Hear me out, Colin. If we're just raising these people for the meat and they never gain consciousness, and then we can use the eggs from the women we raise and sperm from the men to make more of these people who never gain consciousness and thus never gain real humanity, what's the real harm? I agree. It solves our food shortage issue. And since they don't really have any thoughts or feelings, it seems like a easy solution. I agree with Ryan. If they're non-sentient beings, there's really no ethical dilemma. <laughs> yum, yum. Three-way content. Three-way content. <laughs> so it's always fun when we get to this part of the game because now it turns into who's going to fuck who over. <laughs> happened early this game. This is, this is a record. Oh, here we go. Richard, a contingent within the community demand to be heard. Who are they and what are they asking for? Or a contingent within the community have acted on their frustrations. What have they damaged and why did they damage it? Is it permanent? Here come the vegans. (laughs) (laughs) A group of people uh, rise up. Uh, They put billboards on all the space highways. Uh, They have protests in front of level 13. Meet people or people too. Meeple. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to meet George and not meet George? <laughs> <laughs> My action would be to sell all the meat doctors as they walk to and from work. <laughs> Is that like a project? Yeah, it's my one week project. <laughs> <laughs> now it's on to me. Two of diamonds. Someone leaves the community. Who? What are they looking for? Or someone new arrives. I think we see a ship approaching from Neblon 7. It's going real fast. We see that it's our ship that was allegedly blown up. The people come back and they tell us that the people on Neblon 7 are horrible. They're fucking monsters. Do you know what they do on Neblon 7? They eat people? They eat people. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why is everyone looking at me like that? So I'm going to advance all the projects, including Richard's one week assault the doctors project. <laughs> Richard, how does that resolve? They fatally stab one of the meat doctors to death on his way to work. <laughs> what happens to him? He bleeds out in front of his family. Why are I you know, like but, this? But then what? Then they eat him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start a project. I think Niblon 7 might be a loss, but there's probably another habitable planet that we can get to before all our shit runs out if we hurry. So I'm going to start scanning for those and I think that's going to take us five weeks? Yes. Five weeks. Ryan, it's your turn. Four of diamonds. The eldest among you dies. What caused their death? Or the eldest among you is very sick. Caring for them and searching for a cure requires the help of the entire community. Do not reduce project dice this week. We'll go with the eldest dies, and he was on the side of pro-lifers, and he died of mysterious causes. <laughs> One day we'll find a cure for 17 bite wounds to the face. We're up to 15, boys! <laughs> and Ryan, what are we doing on your week? Let's discover something. One of the tanks, floor 13, doesn't resemble any of the eggs we brought aboard. 
It almost has an appearance of that weird alien that, what did we call him? A, a, a asteroid surfer? Yeah, Sigmoid, wasn't it? Sigmoid, Sigmoid the asteroid surfer. Kind of, kind of resembles his people. Christine, the Five of Diamonds. A project finishes early. What led to its early completion? Or the weather is nice, or the atmosphere, I guess, is nice, and people can feel potential all around them. Start a new project. So the projects are bombing Nebulon, discovering yeah. a new planet, or... Uh, they, would just, they were doing the political discussion on whether That's they right. should take it out uh, or yeah. join. But I think we're, we're getting to the point where they've, they've decided to join because of the discussion. So, <laughs> yay. Um, well, let's wrap up the bombing of Neblon 7. What led to its early completion? I think people are terrified of the cannibal class. And also these really strange new energy drinks started circulating around in the dining hall. We're not sure what made up the energy drinks, but they're very effective. People have been able to work 24 hours straight. <laughs> well, I think that gave us the energy we needed to bomb Nebulon 7 into the Stone Age. So I think we found a bunch of old machinery that doesn't work on 413. We've melted them down to giant 20-ton blocks of steel and just dropped them from deep orbit. They fell with the power of basically like a nuclear warhead, but there's no fallout from it. And Nebulon 7, the communities on there, are no more. It is now our planet, and ripe for the taking. Huzzah! We done did it, boys. Good job. Christina, what do you want to do with your action? And we still have to get to Nebulon 7, right? Yeah. Well, let's dispatch a second exploration pod or exploration ship. Well, I think it's going to take three weeks due to the energy drinks. The the pod's already ready. It never left the first place. They were ready to go the first time. That's true. Well, didn't we have an an escape pod and a scout ship? Yeah, the scout ship came back. Yeah, the scout ship is larger, so it just seems to make more sense. Richard's turn. You have a seven of diamonds. Introduce a mystery at the edge of the map, or an unattended situation becomes problematic and scary. What is it, and how does it go awry? An unattended leak in the roof, and we've been leaking air for the past six months. Oh, shit. Like a slow leak. But still. But that's important in space. So before you tell us what you're going to work on, the political discussion about the cannibals wraps up. So who started that discussion? I. All right, Ryan, what happens, bud? It made sense. And um, they decided to, to, you know, kind of side with the uh, the cannibal ideals there, you know, trying to make some improvements on floor 13 and uh, up production. Ryan, you get two more contempts. <laughs> yum, 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 yum. All right. Richard, what are you going to do for your project? I feel like with that discovery, we should put a countdown on how much longer that air is going to last do you want to start a project to fix it oh definitely how long do you think it'll take four weeks okay now it is my turn six of diamonds outsiders arrive in the area why are they a threat how are they vulnerable outsiders arrive in the area how many how are they greeted i think we weren't the only colony ship that was sent out. I think they were like they didn't want to put all their eggs in one basket. And so another ship, the flailing zygote, 
shows up on our on our sensors. They're a few weeks out. They've messaged us saying that the planet that they were heading to was a no-go. It was it was a bombed out wasteland. The sensors were wrong. And so they were told to redirect to us. They'll be joining us in a few short weeks to help colonize Nebulon 7. I want, as seems to be my favorite thing, to hold a discussion. These newcomers that are going to be joining us soon, I don't know how they're going to react to our convenient solution to our food problem. So I'm thinking we need to keep that under wraps until we know they're cool. Oh, I definitely agree. Feel them out first. Maybe feed them a person or two, and we'll see. take it from there. <laughs> I'm not so sure if this other ship is to be trusted. They're coming after our limited resources, and that's our planet. I say we bomb them out of the sky. I think at the very least we need to be ready to, to bomb them out of the sky, and we should be starting a project to militarize soon. And now it is back to Ryan. Jack of Diamonds. Predators and bad omens are afoot. You are careless and someone goes missing under ominous circumstances. Who? Or, predators and bad omens are afoot. What measures do you take to keep everyone safe and under surveillance? Oh, we're definitely doing that one. Cameras everywhere. Bathrooms, rooms, everywhere. I mean, they've already been there, but, you know. (laughs) Adding more as we go. Oh, yeah, everybody's being tracked. Well, I mean, it's a space station. They're probably all chipped already. But yeah, people are being super monitored now more than before. Contempt. No, whatever. <laughs> gotta make sure our livestock stays, you know, untainted. Might I, might I just say, I absolutely approve of an aggressive microchipogram. <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. Everybody's chipped, and um, every time they walk through a door, you know, a little scan goes off. You know, you know where everybody is at all times. It's Are they possibly means. zapped when they're going into an area they don't belong in? Oh, I you love know, like, that. those, like, invisible fences? Yeah, it's like uh, an invisible fence. What for people? When you eat them, do you also eat their chip? The people that we're eating now are being farmed, you know, it's just sloughing well, off. Pure, there's no chip. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Untainted meat. <laughs> <laughs> you know the chip does give it that kind of odd i think it's the lithium battery that's in them it's just got a little bit of an odd flavor it's like drinking a soda out of a can as opposed to a bottle y'all are monsters all right ryan what are you doing for your event let's have a discussion so this other ship should we hail them or do we fire first and ask questions later I'm wondering if we can somehow render them all unconscious and perhaps board the ship and ship them. Let's open communication and see what they have for resources that we could plunder. I think we should see if we can use Zygmoid's technology to render them all inert, and then we can just go over there and take whatever we want. I like that. Zygmoid! <laughs> we'll start a project. All right, well, that'll have to be on someone else's turn. Next up is Christine, the Ten of Dimings. You discover a cache of supplies and resources. Add a new abundance. Or, a scarcity has gone unaddressed for too long. Start a project that will alleviate that scarcity. All right, we're going to go with the second option. 
Okay. And while we've been making great strides with farming humans, unfortunately, we haven't really considered the amount of water that takes. So we need to start a project to somehow harvest water atmosphere. Okay, so how long will that take, you think? That's going to take three weeks. Okay. All right. And what do you want to do for your action? Well, I was so inspired by our last little discussion that I think we're going to work on uh, making this new rival ship inert so we can plunder their resources. Yeah, again, due to our uh, fantastic energy drinks, <laughs> I think that's a two-weeker. Searching for another habitable planet works out. We, we find something, but it's unclear if it's habited, inhabited or if it's available to take over, but it would take us, we find like another six months to get there. So I don't know if that's an option for us at this point. And then for seeing your scout ship to Neblon 7 is resolved as well. How does that turn out? So we land on Neblon 7 and true to your predictions, the bombs worked, the cities lay in absolute rubble the resources appear to be untainted. Sweet. However, there was so much dust and dirt kicked up that there is a thick cloud hanging above in the atmosphere. Now we're on to Richard. Three, summer is a time for production and tending to earth. Start a project related to food production. Or, summer is a time for conquest and the gathering of might. Start a project related to military readiness and conquest. Well, I think we have our food problem pretty much sus, so I'm going to have to say we start militarizing to take on the other ship. So we have one project already with that. Do you want to start another military project that's like in addition to that? I'll change our navigation satellite system mm -hmm. to like a Death Star laser, and that'll take about six weeks to be fully operational. <laughs> All right. And then what do you want to do for your action? I think I know how to solve our water problem. Okay. We replace all the water, which isn't doing anybody any good, with this new energy drink. It'll bring up productivity, and we have an abundance of energy drink that we're harvesting from our meeple. So is that a project? To... That's a project. We're dumping all the water, jettisoning it out into space, and replacing <laughs> it with energy drink. Oh, the most contempt. The highest form of contempt. <laughs> all right, how, how long will that take, you think, to dump all the water and replace it with Brondo? <laughs> a week. Yep, the last card for the season. So the Nine of Diamonds. Oh. A project fails. Which one and why? Or something goes afoul with the supplies and they're ruined at a new scarcity. I think Richard's Brondo idea fails. No! Contempt! <laughs> Contempt! God damn you! I think we try to replace it in some of the meeple tanks and the meeples don't react well and they start dying off. So we're like, okay, nope, nope, bring the water back. We need that. <laughs> The only one that seemed oddly okay with it was the Zygmoid-looking one that we haven't talked about. So I'd like to start a new project to deal with why the Zygmoid clone that's floating in this tank just can't get enough of this Brondo energy drink. I think that'll take us two weeks. And that's the end of the summer. After these messages, we'll be right back. Brian. Show me what you got. Show me what you got. First card in autumn is a jack of clubs. 
a project finishes early. Which one and why? So the projects oh. that are here right now is the Death Laser. <laughs> that Richard yeah. is, you don't even want to hear the rest, do you? Nope. <laughs> Death Laser. <laughs> <laughs> why does the Death Laser finish early? We hit a scientific breakthrough. Something with the power. that We, we get the power just right. You bounced the main tractor beam off the reflector <laughs> dish, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say it was something to do with the uh, the energy drink. No, <laughs> no, because we jettisoned it out into space, dickhead. Uh, yeah, oh, we're yeah, going back to water. You're welcome. Well, no, I mean, we still have the energy drink, right? We just decided to not replace all of our water with energy drink. Right, right. Yeah, it's still there. Fair. And the death beam would have been finished even faster had we stuck with my plan, by the way. <laughs> Contempt oh, we'll, we'll never know, now will we? It'll be one of those mysteries. Written in the annals of time. So, Richard, your project of the air leak wraps up. What happens? We use the bones of our meeple to form a shield, and with old chewing gum and bodily fluids, we make a tight seal. No more air getting out. I hope the ship crashes into the fucking moon. (laughs) This place sucks. (laughs) Our militarization also wraps up. I think that was Christine. We were just starting a military training program to be ready for the new ship when it arrives. We were able to decipher some of those files down in level 13 that actually had really excellent militarization strategies. So that's wrapped up. And honestly, we are ready to invade as soon as we're able to petrify the inhabitants of the other ship using Sigmoid technology. The other two projects, which I'll remind you, one is getting some water taken care of so we're, we're low on water so we need to figure that out and the other one is why is this sigmoid alien hybrid thing in one of our holding tanks doing so well on a steady diet of energy drink uh, ryan what do you want to do with your action today so we we finished the the two the death laser mm-hmm. and the war plan for the our ship correct the the other colony ship yep we can blow it up or we can knock them all out so we'll do the discussion, uh, whether we just blow them out of the air immediately, or do we knock them out, take them, and add them to the livestock? I propose that we flash dehydrate them, again, using Sigmoid's technology, and bring them and their resources back to our ship. Take the resources. I don't want to eat them. They're tainted meat. I hate to say this, but I completely agree with Richard here. We don't know what the technology will do if they're going to become sigmoid hybrids or what. Nate, I'm going to take back one of my contents. <laughs> You're down to three with the rest of them. Okay. <clears throat> so we will flash them down and ransack their ship and maybe take one or two to experiment on and see what happens. I'm just saying, you never know. There could be like veal in terms of quality. You don't know. Yeah, but what we have is veal. It's never moved. Theirs would be all stringy and gamey. Talk about jerky. It could be, it could be. I was just going to say, it's dehydrated. It is a perfect pocket snack. It's murky. Man, oh. jerky. <laughs> yeah. You're a man, that's... jerky. Christine, it is mercifully your turn now. <laughs> Seven of clubs. A project just isn't working out as expected. Radically change the nature of this project. Don't modify the project die. When it resolves, you'll be responsible for telling the community how it went. Or, something goes afoul and supplies are ruined. Add a new scarcity. 
And what projects do we have cooking right now? We have the one that's going to get more water for us by scrubbing the atmosphere in the ship. Okay. Or how come Brando is helping this alien stay alive in this tank? Why is Brando helping the alien stay alive in the tank? So that will not resolve this week, but next week he'll tell us what happens. Your water thing resolves. This is a Christine heavy week. Why don't you tell us how that resolves? So we were able to uh, use some materials we found, again, on the interesting floor 13, to attract water molecules and condense them on the outside of our ship. And we've been filtering it inside and hopefully there hasn't been enough atmospheric radiation to taint the water supply. And that means water is no longer a scarcity for us. We're doing pretty good. Food, water, eggs. We are running low on fuel and air still. Christine, what do you want to do with your weekly action? Have we officially decided uh, or are we officially invading the ship or have we just discussed it? We've just discussed it. Well then, let's invade. How long will that take? That is going to take uh, probably three weeks by the time we kind of perfect our dehydration plan and work out exactly how we're going to get on there and transport the goods back. War clubs, Richard. The strongest among you dies. What caused their death? Or the weakest among you dies. Who's to blame for their death? The strongest among us die. It's a bacteria from the tainted meat that we've been eating, and he diarrheaed himself to death. <laughs> okay. It's the captain of the ship. Oh, no. He died squeezing out a captain's log. Contempt. <laughs> contempt on you, contempt to your house, contempt to your whole ancestors. Ugh. All right, Christine. Your alien yeah. Brando resolves. <laughs> what happened? We discovered why. Our little alien clone has been thriving in Brondo. It turns out that Brondo is in large part made up of the reproductive fluids from our <laughs> little friend. Wait. And because, <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and so we've now all been inoculated with alien DNA. <laughs> So we've been drinking sigmoid goo? Yeah. Sigum, we'll call it. <laughs> and it's delicious. You call it sigum? Yeah. Sigmoidism. Yeah, exactly. You got it. You got the portmanteau I'm putting down. So it's not Brondo anymore. It's now sigum. Oh, I hate you all. Especially you, Christine, our special guest. Rondo was made of sigum. It's made of sigum. <laughs> all right, Richard, well, use your time to do a project or something. I don't care anymore. And I wanted that in our water supply. Aren't you glad we canceled that project? While I know many of you on the ship are for the consumption of people, how do we feel about the killing of the sigmoids inside of us? I think we should at least have a few of these people hatch, and so we can see if they come out all weird and fucked up or if they're cool. I want these damn dirty aliens out of my body. My fear is that if this alien behaves like a virus, how are its offspring planning to exit our bodies? 
I feel like it's my body and I should get to decide what I get to do with the alien jism inside of me. I don't know if you could take a pro-life stance and a pro-choice stance in one game. Well, it's fine because it's, it's happening to me now. What about the rights of Sigmund? <laughs> Sigmoid. Doesn't he have a say in this? It's half his. I just won't tell him. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why? So, so this is... This is his love juice. So why is the sigmoid in the tank doing really well off of his own stock? You never done a little pH test? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I don't think I would thrive off of it either. Does that stand for like penile hors d'oeuvre? No. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Contempt. Contempt on you. <laughs> Moving on. All right, so the three of clubs. Someone leaves the community after issuing a dire warning. Who and what is the warning? Or someone issues a dire warning and the community leaps into action to avoid disaster. What is the warning? Start a contentious project that relates to it. Zygmoid says, hey, I know you're all probably in a pretty weird spot right now what with my baby inside you and all that, but I want you to know something. I did that to save you. I was sent here by my people because this part of space is a horror show. If I didn't do this, you would all be dead. The thing inside of you is not going to hatch out of you or be born out of you. It's just going to convert you into something more like me. You'll still be you. You'll still have your humanity, but you'll be able to survive the rigors of space. So what we need to do now is inoculate all the pro-lifers as well so they can survive. Because if we don't do this, they'll die too. And I'm going to start a contentious project of force alien breeding. <laughs> it's going to take three weeks. Why well, hasn't everybody already had the energy drink at this point? It may Is have been Christine? popular, but the, you know, there's still there's still people who abstained. You know, like people, oh, I don't drink coffee. Like I don't do energy drinks. How about this? How about Sigmund says, you know, this was the first step, but now what you need to do is trust me because I have this painful and violent transformation process that you have to go through by entering this radiation chamber. And so the project start that I'm going to start is a four-week project to have everybody enter this radiation chamber by force to be converted to this alien-human hybrid. So it's voluntary? No. <laughs> Question. Can we still eat people? Yeah. Going in the chamber. <laughs> yeah, but, ah, but Ryan. Oh, can we have a discussion about this? Because God damn it. Yeah, you know what? I was going to do something cool with my move, but I guess I'll cater to you. Fucking guy. This is the next step of evolution to help us, and if we don't do this, we're all going to die. All for it. I'm, I'll be the first one in the, the chamber. I agree. However, I think we should disguise it as a peep the party. If we become like Sigmoid, we won't be able to eat people anymore. That's tacitly untrue. Sigmoid literally just told us that, that we could still eat people. End of debate. <laughs> so now it's Ryan's turn. Ace of clubs. The community becomes obsessed with a single project. <laughs> Which one and why? Choose one of the following options. They decide to take more time to ensure that it's perfect. Add three weeks to the project. Or they drop everything else to work on it and all other projects fail. Oh, so what was the other project no the other project was getting the supplies from the ship right yeah it was freeze drying all of them right and then like actually so, yeah actually attacking them 
So we'll do the new project. We'll add time to it because we want to perfect, you know, the the second. So we were at four weeks. That would have gone down to three. So I want to put it at six weeks. And I would just want to advance this week. And what do you want to do with your shit? We're going to discover the skin of somebody. Just the skin. That's all there was. <laughs> just in a random hall. There was just skin of a person. We know who it was? Uh, it's uh, space traveler number two <laughs> you know what I mean? like nobody of significance um <laughs> but it, just their empty skinned husk just there no bones no meat no organs just skin kind of like a snake horrifying okay <laughs> next up we have christine the community works constantly and as a result a project finishes early or a group goes out to explore the map more thoroughly and find something that had been previously overlooked. I think we'll go with the second option. We still have our scout ship down on Neblon 7. And while there is a cloud hanging over the atmosphere, the resources are all intact. And upon further exploration, we can see not man-made structures, but some natural caves and dwellings almost carved out of the sandstone. And it looks like it could be fairly inhabitable. Perhaps we could start building greenhouses or something like that, that might preserve crops and water if we do enter some kind of ice age on this planet. So our attack on the zygote has concluded. And I think that was yours too, Christine, wasn't it? Uh, yes. We proceed. Everyone is flash-dried. Little pieces of jerky humans. They never stood a chance. We are able to board the ship and gather a very modest amount of food. And we are able to steal one of the reserve fuel tanks. And what will you do with your project or discovery or discussion? Let's have a discussion. So we've discovered a potentially inhabitable corner of Nebulon 7. What should we do? We fly the entire ship and land on Nebulon 7. I think we shouldn't put all our eggs in one basket. I think we need to split the group at least in two, preferably in three on both ships and Nebulon 7. I agree with the split. So we will place some of our crew on the Zygote. We'll place a few members in the escape pod, and the rest of the crew will fly the ship to Nebulon 7. Ryan, no, Richard's turn. I do that a lot to you. I'm sorry. It's all right. We're both having... Okay, stop talking. Queen of Clubs. Ooh, here you go. Disease spreads through the community. Choose one. You spend the week quarantining and treating the disease, and Project Die are not reduced this week. Or, nobody knows about it, and we have to add health and fertility as a scarcity. Nobody knows about it. And if it's affecting our fertility, I think something to do with the radiation chamber is making all the men and women sterile. And the project of the radiation chamber advances to four. What are you going to do with your action? Question, is fuel now not a scarcity if we got all the fuel from the zygote? Yeah, I'd say it's, I don't think it's an abundance, but I think it's not a scarcity. I, I can erase that. Okay. 
I'm worried about her air. Mm. I'd like to send the scout ship to Neblon 7 with a giant vacuum cleaner and suck up a good amount of oxygen for us and fly it back to the ship. How long will that take, you think? How long did it take us to fly there before? Four weeks? Yeah. Four weeks. But we were also staying way far away from it in case we were being blown up or shot at. I don't know if we move closer to the ship or to the planet or not. Four weeks. Okay. Jeez. I'm sorry, how many weeks? Like four, if that's cool with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. All right, it's my turn now. Ten of clubs. Harvest is here and plentiful. Add in abundance. Or cold autumn winds, space winds, drive out your enemies. Remove a threatening force from the map and the area. So I'm going to add an abundance. And I think we have an abundance of good times. Because Zygmunt just taught us how to do space drugs. Space drugs is my abundance I'm adding to this. Um, I think that when added to a glass pipe and smoked at a high heat, you can get really fucking high off of uh, Sigum. I think it doesn't matter what's coming. <laughs> it's a part in the pun. And I'll suck your dick for some Sigum. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> I think there's a lot of contention on the ship right now. And I think that people were able to position themselves on these zygote, the ones that didn't want to go into the radiation chamber or on that ship. And they're going to take off elsewhere. Their ship is pretty fully stocked still. And they're just going to try to fuck off under the cover of darkness, which is space, which is all of it. I think that'll take two weeks. And that is my turn. And then we go back to the top of the order, Ryan. It's a two. Someone returns to the community. Who? Where were they? Or you find a body. People who recognize who this is, what happened? We find another body. (laughs) Another skin husk. Very old and orangey skin. What happened? That's part of the question that you have to answer now. It's still not clear. It it looks, like I mentioned before, it looks like a kind of like a snake skinning. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. That's as clear as we can get at this point in time. Why don't you do something, Ryan? New project. Okay. I want to shoot down those escaping bastards. <laughs> How long will that take? Only one week. We already have a death laser. <laughs> <laughs> one week. Now it's Christine's turn. We have the eight of clubs. Someone sabotages a project and the project fails. Who did this and why? Or someone is caught trying to sabotage the efforts of the community. How does the community respond? Well, I feel like those people on the escape pod are definitely trying to sabotage our efforts. They're trying to steal whatever resources we have left on there. I think we should see if we can somehow remove any resources, any extra fuel or anything before we obliterate the ship. How do you want to go about that? Well, we do still have that transport pipe, rather like an umbilical cord, if you will, connecting the two ships. Okay. I say that we just send a couple of people over, just say, you know, we're just transferring supplies, you know, try to make it seem pretty innocent. They try to escape by cutting the cord, but Ryan's death laser zaps him into oblivion. Christine, what's your action? I'd like to make a discovery. Okay. 
So upon further investigation of the area where these skin husks were found, some dried footprints appear to be leaving the body. They're very faint. They can only kind of be seen under certain lighting that we have. And they're most definitely not human. They are three-toed footprints. Richard, it's time for the Six of Clubs. Introduce a dark mystery among the members of the community. Or, conflict flares up among community members, and as a result, a project fails. We have two projects currently. We have one that you're scooping air out of Neblon 7. Well, that can't happen, because wasn't the Zygote doing that? No, it was a scout ship. <laughs> oh, good. Oh. <laughs> and the other one is uh, the radiation chambers. The Pearl Life people are at it again. They've had a conflict about the radiation chambers. A scuffle ensued, and the radiation chamber was destroyed. Okay, that's off the map. So not all of our people have been radiated. It won't achieve the next level of evolution. And let's see, the air scoop resolves. So I think we have an abundance of air now, right? Yep. Or at least not a scarcity of air, we'll say that. And the floor in which we've been finding the husks and the footprints, I'd like to set a giant bear trap. And for the next four weeks, try to catch whatever's either doing this or what these things are becoming. Now it's down to me. The parish arrives. Who are they? And why have they chosen your community? And for what? Or a small gang of marauders is making its way through local terrain. How many are there? What weapons do they carry? I think the parish arrives. I think it's Zygmunt's people. They show up and are ready to welcome the converts into the Galactic Federation of super cool friends. And nothing at all is bad. They don't have a book that says to serve man on it. They're really happy and they're ready to welcome us. They are asking if they can be assistants in terraforming Neblon 7 to better suit our new biology. So I would like to have a discussion. And so far, Zygmunt and their people have been excellent to us and helped us survive. So I think we should allow them to help us with Neblon 7. I concur. I think they've been wonderful in helping us reach the next ascension. I don't trust him. He's been drugging us. And we have crew members disappearing in mysterious ways. I don't trust them either. I say we throw them in a spaceship and blast them with our death ray. I think the ones that we've found with just the skin hanging around, I think they're the ones that didn't go through the radiation chamber. Well, we don't know that for another three weeks. Well, you can't talk shit, can you? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you had your chance. <laughs> All right, that's my turn. And it was telling you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> then it goes to Ryan. Ryan, this is the last day of autumn. It's the king of clubs. A natural disaster strikes the area. What is it? Choose one. You focus on getting everyone to safety. Remove an abundance and a project fails. Or you focus on protecting your supplies and hard work at any cost. And several people die as a result. Second one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what's the disaster that happens? We'll do some type of like crazy solar flare, knocked out a bunch of power, ship lost a bunch of out of certain critical areas like our food stock and uh, hard work and repairs had to be done to make sure, you know, we survive. So how do the other people die? What happened to them? 
Oh, they had to go into like the high risk areas outside the ship, try to repair stuff. You know, people died from work accidents or stuff like that. But at least everyone else is safe. And Ryan, what's your action this week? I would like to discuss the unrest and what we should do with these naysayers to our good friend, the Sigmund Freuds. I don't know what are their names again. <laughs> Sigmoids. Yeah, Sigmoids. Sigmoids. And I don't like these distrusting people. I think we should lock them away in, uh, in the stocks. What say you? Well, I don't trust them. And frankly, I think we should eat Ryan. I take a contempt back from Christine, and yes, we eat Ryan's people. We've always had a social hierarchy on the ship that favored the ruling class, and now we have a chance to make it egalitarian as long as we silence the class that is rebelling. Here, here. <laughs> Goodbye, poor people. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how fall ends. After these messages, we'll be right Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gamers of all ages, Skeeter Green Productions is proud to bring to you Crypto Codex! Are you tired of standard monsters? Are you looking for a different flavor to your setting or campaign? Something for after the apocalyptic event that has devastated your setting? Welcome to the Crypto Codex, a 100-plus page dossier on the creatures, friendly and not-so-friendly, populating the setting around the wildly successful of the science wizard. While it is not necessary to use Crypt to incorporate these creatures, we think the rich settings DNA is easily inserted into your own campaign, and who knows what glorious monstrosities will come from the admixture. While usable with any D20-based fantasy role-playing game, these creatures are designed to be compatible with any Dungeon Crawl Classic or Mutant Crawl Classic game. So get some science in your magic, lather some magic over your science, and make your post-apocalyptic game more magical. And if this is something that you're interested in, do not hesitate to go on to kickstarter.com and look this up because this ends on March 16th, 2021. Of course, if you do wait, things will be available later on, but don't wait. Support Skeeter Green Productions today. Oh, and if you want to hear from Skeeter Green himself, check out our interview with the creator of this excellent book on March 10th. So now we're on to winter. Somewhere in this deck is the king of spades. As soon as I draw that, the game ends. Whatever the hell the Frost Shepherds are, we shouldn't talk about what the Frost Shepherds are. It's just the game ends. Hopefully, for the sake of the length of this episode, we don't have it on the top of the deck. <laughs> Christine, you're starting off fall. So a three of spades. Someone comes up with an ingenious solution to a big problem, and as a result, a project finishes early. What was their idea? Or... Someone comes up with a plan to ensure safety and comfort during the coldest months and start a project related to this. The first one. So All a right. project finishes early. The chain chomps, it turns out, are highly motivated by the new inhalable drug that we've discovered from Zygmoid's people. They have managed to successfully catch one of the creatures so, Christine, what will you do with your action? I think we are going to start a project to interrogate the critter our chain chomp has just caught. Okay, how long will that take? It'll take a week. Winter elements destroy a food source. If this was your only food source, add a scarcity. Or, winter elements leave everyone cold, tired, and miserable. Project die are not reduced this week. <laughs> <laughs> 
the refrigeration unit has broken and all the meat has gone rotten. Oh man. The entire level 13 smells like rotten meat. Christine, your interrogation resolves. So using our biomedical scanners, we have determined that the creature that has hatched out of the human skin and it appears to share the primitive DNA of our friend Sigmoid. And Richard, what would you like to do with your turn? I'd like to start a project for the creation of synthetic meat. How long will that take? Considering it doesn't exist, I'm going to say the maximum of six weeks. And now it is my turn. Two. A headstrong community member takes charge of the community's work efforts. A project fails, and then a different project finishes early. Or a headstrong community member tries to take control of the community. How are they prevented from doing this? Due to the conflict, project dice are not reduced this week. I think a huge advocate of Zygmoid's people is like, we're just going to go to the planet right now. We're going to start the terraforming early. We're going to do whatever we can. Everything's going to be just going perfectly. We have the best people on our side. There's no reason to wait. There's no reason to question why Zygmoid's people are here to help us. And he's going to try to just divert all the power to a terraforming effort. And it's going to go completely poorly because he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And so the project dice will not advance this week. But I think that we are going to start a terraforming project for Nebulon 7 to make it more of a home to our new way of life and our new people. I think that'll take five weeks. And that brings us back to Ryan. Six. The time has come to consolidate your efforts and your borders. Projects located outside of the settlement fail and all remaining projects are reduced by two this week. Or, someone finds a curious opportunity on the edge of the map. Start a project related to this discovery. Our synthetic meat would advance by two weeks, but our terraforming effort would fail. Or do something else. Let's go ahead and advance our meat and fail the terraforming. Boo, contempt. And let's see, the meat advances another one just because it's that time of the day. And what are you going to do? Let's do another action, and that action will be to begin arresting all the poor people who are against our good Sigmoid friend there. All right, how long will it take to round them all up? Oh, I'll be fair. We'll say it's about three weeks. Now we're on to Christine. Ooh, thought that was a king, but it's a queen of spades. Hey, Christine. Hey. You see a good omen. What is it? Oh, that's it. I have no choice. Yep, that's it. <laughs> okay. Looking down at Neblon 7, for the first time, I can see some patches of green and blue. It appears that the cloud over the atmosphere might be lifting. And what are you going to do this week? Let's see. Do we still have the little escape pod? Yeah. We are once again going to try to sneak just a few people off the ship and onto Nebulon 7 to explore what's going on down there. How long will that take? One week. We've been circling in pretty close. And then we're on to Richard. Let's see. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> it's a jack. An infected outsider arrives seeking amnesty. They have some much-needed resources with them. Choose one. Welcome them into the community. Remove a scarcity. 
but also introduce an infection into the community? Or, farther from entry, what scarcity could they have addressed? How does its need become more dire this week? We have a fertility scarcity. So I think this is a new group. Is it a group of people or a single person? I think it can be. It's an outsider, but why not have it a group? It's fine. So it's a group of beautiful sex workers. What is with you and the beautiful sex workers? <laughs> However, <laughs> they've introduced space herpes. <laughs> so we no longer have a fertility problem, but we have a space herpes problem. I've increased our health and fertility and added an abundance of the herps. I'm reducing our synthetic meat down to one week. I am reducing our rounding up four people down to one week. But I think a lot of them who weren't detected yet have just gotten onto the escape pod and fucked off somewhere. Christine, what happened? They were able to make it successfully onto Neblon 7. And indeed, the atmosphere is a bit clearer. And there is some hope for actually being able to perhaps farm and set up a settlement here. So they hightail it into those nice little sandstone caves and start formulating a plan. And Richard, what do you want to do with your action? I think now that we're close to solving world hunger with my synthetic meat plan, we're going to use the Zigum to see if we can come up with a medicated shampoo for the space herpes. How long will that take? Six weeks. I think, isn't that the treatment for space lice? Yeah, space herpes is more of a space virus, I would think. But it's space. Who could say? I'm going to put six I've lived here. a charmed life. I've never had space herpes or otherwise. Must be nice. All right. So now it's my turn. Four. All the animals and young children are crying and won't stop. Hold a discussion about this, in addition to your regular action for the week. Or a great atrocity is revealed. What is it and who uncovers it? I think that we intercept a communique between Zygmunt and his people. And he's saying, yeah, you know, the crop is almost ready. I think we've waited as, about as long as we can. A few escapees kind of almost let the cat out of the bag, space cat out of the space bag. What's happening, though, we find out from uh, getting this communique, is that we're being raised as a farm crop. To serve man is a cookbook. We're just becoming cows to them. And the escapees are just animal-level intelligence that will be eaten. And this is how his people survive. They conquer a world. They turn the people into their food source, but the food source can't reproduce. So that's why they have to keep conquering and keep conquering and keep conquering. And I think when we find this out, we have to decide if we're going to blow them up or if we're going to try to focus on saving ourselves through reverse engineering ourselves out of, back to humanity. I'm going to make an executive choice that we're going to blow them up first. And I think that it'll only take one week to be able to do that with our death laser. Synthetic meat is resolved. Now we have an abundance of synthetic meat. Richard, how does that resolve exactly? You know, it tastes okay. Don't call it meat, but for what it is, it's okay. Like, if you're expecting people, you're going to be disappointed, but... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's real earthy tasting, but uh, you put enough barbecue sauce on it, and it still doesn't taste anything like real meat. My problem with it, though, is the sodium that's always in those fake meats. Really high sodium, because you cut out a lot of the flavor, you got to replace it somehow. Hmm. It's not a perfect well, I find, Yeah, I mean, I find that people seem to be quite a bit thirsty and they are really going to town on the energy drinks. Mm. That's true. All right, the rounding up the poor folks is resolved. Ryan, how does that end up? Given this new information about our alien overlords. It still happens. They get, you know, <laughs> uh, 
There's still a reigning faction that is still all, all for uh, Sigmund and his people. Even though they're going to be eating us? There's going to be a, an echelon of people that, uh, you know, will uh, escape that fate. So like, if they think if they're the good people, then they, they'll be given some kind of cure or something? Because that brings us on to the next part. Someone goes missing. They're alone in the elements. Choose one. The community organizes a constant search party, and eventually the person is found. This means that Project Dice are not reduced this week. Or no one ever hears from them again. If you want to stop my laser from going off today. Yeah, I'm going to do that. We're going to stop your laser from going off today. So you're going to search for this missing person? Yeah. Do we ever find them? We find them. They they were sleeping somewhere. Who knows? (laughs) Like we thought they were eaten by somebody and no, just... (laughs) They just fucked off. All right. So nothing gets advanced. And Ryan, what are you doing with your action? I'm going to set a project for a group of people to sabotage the laser. And it resolves in a week. (laughs) You dick. (laughs) Contempt. (laughs) Christine, ready? Wow, we're having a long winter. In preparation for the coming year, the community begins a huge undertaking. Start a project that will take at least five weeks to complete. All right, I guess we're going to be building a permanent settlement on Neblon 7. And will that take five or six weeks? Does it really matter? No. Uh, It'll take five weeks. My laser goes off, but Ryan has sabotaged it like the huge dick that he is. (laughs) So the sabotage was the... uh... (laughs) Changed the trajectory and it fired at the planet. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no one's gonna say contempt, huh? <laughs> Blew up our planet. It sucks, Christine. Yes. What would you like to do for your project? Well, shit. I guess I can't have any projects. <laughs> Hope is lost. I'm going to as a last-ditch effort, attempt to hijack Sigmoid's ship and get the hell out of here. (laughs) Okay. How long will that take? One week project. I am jacked up on energy drink and ready to go. All right. Now it'll be Richard's turn. No, it won't. No, it won't. Whatever the Frost Shepherds is, and we don't have to know, has arrived. The year is now over. Game ends. I'm embarrassed for us. I think that went rather well. I'm excited, you know. It's a good good end. That went well? Yeah, of course. Every time we've... I don't think we've ever made it. This is about the third or fourth time we've played this as a group. We've never made it. We always okay. put into factions. We always end up killing each other, eating each other. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that humanity? I just... I wonder if other people play this and it always goes as horribly. I think it has to do with the way it's designed. Well, or that's they're like a group of true. like future problem solvers and they, you know, come up with a utopian future in like five turns. I think that would be incredibly boring. Oh, I'm not saying it, that it would be exciting. I'm just, they're better people than us. I think that's the crux of the issue. We're horrible people. So, Ryan, what do you think the Frost Shippers were? I'm going to go with the guess that it was the rest of Sigmund's race coming and then enslaving the ship for livestock. I think that the rest of the crew who drank energy drink became sigmoid proto-lizards and overran the ship. So it was a giant frozen planet that we got sucked up into his orbit? I was thinking along with what Ryan was thinking, 
like the frost shepherds were the ones that were going to come from Zygmunt's people to like freeze dry us as a food supply as we started to change. So hence the frost because they were freezing us and shepherds because we were animals. Yeah, I want to change my answer. That one. Uh, I, I don't think we made it as like humans. You I think, think we live now as... As sheeple. As proto-lizards, like, like Christine described. Which is excellent. I love that. Yeah, but we blew up the planet we were heading to, so where do we go? On Zygmunt's ship and back on Zygmunt's homeworld, probably. The humans on that ship are living exactly like the, sh- the meeple we had on our ship. Mm. Turns out man is a real monster. Richard's right, we're, and Christine's right. We're terrible people, and it always goes badly for us. We harvested people for meat. It's debatable if they were people, but go ahead. We imprisoned our own people, experimented on people with different ideals, met a new interesting alien race, and immediately killed them. Found a beautiful new planet that was habitable and blew it the fuck up. Yep. Enacted Manifest Destiny. Drink a lot. We drank a lot of jism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did. And I like that even once we figured out what it was, we were like, hey, <laughs> gotta get the job done still. Coffee ran out, so... <laughs> I mean, I think we perfectly encapsulated humanity in just a few hours. It's it's tribalism. Yeah, you know, it, it pretty much is our human history, just condensed into all of its atrocities. That's really well said. Uh, yeah. So, what do you guys think about the game itself? I like any game where you don't need a DM and you have a device like a card or a you know a random roll. So that everybody plays equal. Yeah, I agree. There's other games that use the card mechanic. There's a lot of solo games that I play. And if you want to see the reviews of those, you can go on potablunders.com. That uses card mechanic to kind of generate a story. I want to see more of this in games. It's fairly prevalent now, but it's I think it's really great for a randomization tool besides dice. Like some other games that use it, we're going to play one of these days. Um, the Final Girl. They use like a poker hand mechanic. Though. It doesn't really, it's not like a randomization for events. Yeah, I like this format. It really allows everyone to have a hand in dictating the action as right. opposed to having the DM model where, to a large extent, it's already kind of pre-planned for you. I like that everyone gets to, you know, get creative and twist the plot a little bit. If you say something, it becomes rule. Right. And somebody mm-hmm. might have to wait four turns to undo it. So you don't have to worry about somebody stepping in and say, well, no, that's stupid. I don't want to do that. No, if, if I want space herpes, I'm going to get space herpes and you can't tell me otherwise. So you stand is, up for what you believe in. Yeah. Is there a metagame here then? Like, can you just say, okay, I know Richard doesn't like what I'm going to say. So I want to make this project finish in a number of turns equal to one minus Richard's number of turns. Well, Ryan did that to you with the uh, space laser. It's true. But it made narrative sense, though. Like, it wouldn't take more than a week to sabotage a thing. I don't really think there's metagame going on. It, you're trying to tell a story. So, I mean, well, yeah, then, yeah, there's metagame anyway. You're not it trying to matter, win it. Yeah. You're not trying to win anything. You're just trying to tell an entertaining story. It doesn't really matter since the, the end goal isn't to win. It's to tell a cool story, like you said, right? So, Christine? Yes. Thank you for coming on. Well, thank you for having me. And so that concludes another deeply upsetting (laughs) and bleak episode of the Pot of Blunders. If you want to support the Pot of Blunders, please consider heading to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash pot of blunders, all one word. We've got membership levels ranging from a dollar to $10 a month, which will get you access to things like our Discord, exclusive episodes of Jumping the Street Sharks, as well as a variety of other perks. 
You can also support the show and help us bring more attention to amazing indie authors by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate any help you can give. We love hearing from you. You can always find us on Twitter at Pot of Blunders, and you can also reach us via email at potofblunders at gmail.com. Want more reviews, interviews, actual plays? Head to potofblunders.com and learn about even more amazing indie games. Thanks for listening. For the Pot of Blunders, I'm Nate Magnuski, and as always, may all your Ds be 12s.